From news across the world to events in your community, hear about it all on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Rob Center, fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. He'll make sure our podcast is cooking shortly after our interview. So we very much appreciate his help and hard work in that regard. Very much appreciated. In the studio with us today, we're meeting Lori DePorter. Uh, she's a support group educator and a personal trainer up at the Miller Center, the Chapter of the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA Miller Center, powered by Evangelical Community Hospital in Geisinger and fueled by great donations and United Way and everything else. How's that for the facility? Lori, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. We're going to talk about Parkinson's disease and the support, uh, or check that, the activities that you have at the, the at the YMCA there. And they have a strength and exercise program for Parkinson's, and you teach that class, and you you are a person living with Parkinson's, so you can uh, definitely uh, inform us on this. You've been dealing with this with this for about 10 years or so. So tell us about, uh, first of all, what is Parkinson's? Everybody thinks they have an idea. I think it's, uh, you know, just the tremors. But tell me what else. It was so much more associated with this. Right. Um, Parkinson's is for everybody. It's not just for Michael J. Fox and Muhammad Ali and all the the people that you think it is about. It's for women, young women, older women, men, young and old. Um, it's definitely not just a movement disorder. It's technically a movement disorder, but there's so much more to it. Um, I try to describe it as an iceberg. Everybody understands tremors and some of the things that are on the surface, but there's so much more that goes on underneath. Like I'm sitting here perfectly normal, but inside there's so much going on in me right now. <laughs> um, the anxiety and I'm, I'm trying not to tremor and, you know, it's tough sleeping last night just because I knew I was coming in here this morning. And, um, we have loss of smell. That's one of the earliest earliest signs they're finding out now. So I'm fortunate I have most of mine still. Um, and rigidity and melanoma is actually pretty common. It's one of those things that they tell you to get your skin checked all the time. Um, and a lot of involuntary movement, which is what you're probably used to seeing, the jigging and the jiving when you see somebody. So that's one of the side effects of one of the medications, but it's also a d disease progression as well. All right. Well, you brought me a, a great illustrations. It uh, actually shows a picture of an iceberg, and on top you do see the tremors, but under the surface you show anxiety, bladder issues, central pain, or cognitive issues, constipation, depression, difficulty sleeping, fatigue, involuntary m movement, uh, stiff muscles, speech changes, slowed movement, spin skin cancer, uh, uh, sexual dysfunction, sciatica, restlessness, muscle spasms, and loss of smell. So, uh, as you say, this is a pretty comprehensive uh, ailment that people get. Do we know why people get Parkinson's yet? No, we don't. It's it, There is a genetic component for some people, um, but there really isn't a recipe for how they know it. A lot of it, they're, they're trying to... Uh, look at environmental factors, uh, um, pesticides, and a lot of veterans. Um, I have a lot of veterans from Vietnam because they were exposed to so many chemicals and things like that. Um, it's it's 
Somehow it's the, the luck of the draw. I was lucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good with the luck like that, I'll tell you. Okay, so, uh, but you have been living with this, and this doesn't necessarily shorten your lifespan, though some of those other ailments certainly can be pretty life-limiting. But um, tell me about living with this. You can do that, and uh, no cure yet, but you can live with this disease. Yes, you can do things to help your pro- slow your progression or maintain your function, maintain your lifestyle. Um, obviously, the medications that manage symptoms. Um, but one of the most universal things that everybody agrees on is exercise. Like doctors give you, there's different medicines that they recommend, stuff like that. But most doctors, almost all doctors will say exercise is one of the best things you can do for yourself. Well, everybody that sits in that chair for any reason tells us to exercise, but this will be really life-extending and quality of life improving in in your case, right? For me, exercise is just as important as the medicine I take when I get up in the morning. Okay. And how many people have Parkinson's around here or or that you know of? I had those numbers at one point in in one of Mm -hmm. my presentations, but let's go with too many. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And like I said, it's, it's, it's not just old men. It's not your grandfather's disease anymore. Well, you were diagnosed at 45, I believe you said. Yes, I was diagnosed at 45. I, in December 14th, I got Parkinson's for Christmas. <laughs> so you got Parkinson's for Christmas. What a what a present. You say it keeps on giving. Eh? Yeah, it keeps on giving. Okay. All right. So uh, since exercise is uh, a, uh, a pivotal part of uh, living with this and living as well as you can, uh, here enter Lewisburg YMCA Parkinson's program. So just walk us what this entails and what's happening and the fact that uh, people are invited to this. Well, I applied for a job as an assistant trainer or a, a personal trainer part-time, and I guess they saw what I did and the experience I had, and they decided to, it was time to get their support group back in and get it up and going again, so that's why they brought me in, and then I met Olivia, who is the teacher for the strength pro- strength and mus- strength program, and her and I did, got to talking, so we were kind of working together. I kind of mentoring her on the Parkinson side, and she's mentoring me on the young side, <laughs> things that I didn't know. So it, it's it's a good combination. Um, it's a program that is we concentrate on some functional functional movements like getting in and out of the car, things like that. Like some of our drills are like we did an airport line. We simulated standing in an airport line because that's not easy to do when you have Parkinson's. You're, you're nervous. You have to take off your shoes. You're nervous to carry your bags. Are you going to be able to pick them up? Are you going to freeze? Because freezing is something that happens where your feet get stuck to the floor. So just practical things. Well, this anxiety that goes with it, uh, that is a natural corollary. That's got to be yes. a vexing dilemma. Yes. Anytime. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it, it, and it can hit you at any time. You can be perfectly fine woman, and then you're not the next. Well, you are a certified personal trainer as well. Uh, one of the things that you teach at the Miller Center is boxing. Now, boxing and uh, not against an individual, <laughs> but against the um, uh, punch, punching bag, right? So, yes. So tell me about that. Why does that help? It seems to me that that would kind of rack your body a little bit with the impact, but you're saying that's it's the movement that helps. Right. Um, well, it's a lot of balancing. It's just shifting your weight back and forth, um, and it's you know, fully, fully extending your arms, which we don't like to do. And um, it feels good to hit something mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes. Um, but it's just it's quick movements because Parkinson's tries to make you slow. 
Um, that's one of the universal signs is being slow. It's called bradykinesia. And Parkinson's tries to make you small. So exercises that you do, you try to do, do things quickly, do things big, big movements, and that sort of thing. So boxing, and boxing takes a lot of mental like counting and knowing where to move and it's just it's very multitasking which is a very good thing to do now tell me about the golf simulator i see all the ads and they really try to promote that up there that would be a helpful exercise for folks up at the miller center absolutely we do in our class we go um into the boxing or not into the boxing into the uh golf simulator once a month it's actually today i believe it's usually the thir- thursday at the end of the month um so that's a that's a really good thing that I never really thought of until I came there. I was like, that's a great tool. So we're trying to use that more. But what's the key to that? Uh, there's just this wide sweeping movement, although it's always the same movement each time, so it's not necessarily a variety of fitness activities. Is that the key to that? Well, perhaps? it's balance because you're concentrating and you're swinging okay. and you're shifting your weight from back and, back and forth. And a lot of it is... A lot of the older golfers can can be in there. They can they have they have Parkinson's. It's hard, it's hard to walk a course and all that kind of thing. But you can go in a simulator and play an entire course, and you really don't have to go anywhere. So I think that's a, been a great thing for them. Yeah, it's the person who tried it for the first time and got a hole in one. <laughs> oh wow! It's like I've never golfed before, but I got a hole in one in the simulator. Wow! But it really isn't that easy. <laughs> okay, so but it's been downhill ever since. I guess you could <laughs> <Yeah>. say. <laughs> okay, well, fantastic. Now you also say that in terms of letting our state and local uh, lawmakers know that might be a good idea because sometimes there might be program or dedication or bills pending that can help. Yes, um, there is right now. There's one. There's a bill f- called National Plan to End Parkinson's Act. Um, the number is HS8585. It is. It was introduced, and it has to be reintroduced this spring. So, it's nonpartisan. So, I encourage everybody to contact their policymakers and tell the tell their policymakers to support the National Plan and Parkinson's Act. Okay, so that would be Congressman Thompson and Congressman Muser around here, are two of the two of the leaders of the Republican uh, coalition from this area. So contact them and talk about this Parkinson's Act that uh, may help out. You are looking for new participants to participate in the instruction and fitness and programs and support at the Miller Center. Right, um, two separate areas. We have the support group, and we have the fitness fitness classes. Um, the support group is totally free and open to the community we do education and we also do the social aspect because the social piece is just as important there you need a place to be unapologi- unapologetically yourself and no hiding and no apologizing for your tremor or your stutter or your slowness or so you can be completely non-judgmental say what you want and be around people that understand all right, and they'll get it. A judgment-free zone, as they as they say right. elsewhere. So, that's uh, that's a great opportunity. Ym or gsvymca dot org is the place to do that online. Although you can call the Miller Center at five seven zero five five six four one nine one. Our guest today, Lori Deporter, is one of the instructors and facilitators of the Parkinson's uh, program. It's really a whole program at the Miller Center: fitness classes, learning, support, singing, singer sizes part of this yes also. music is a big big thing for parkinson's yeah i saw the the one uh, graphic you showed me of a parkinson's uh, suffer with 
um, listening to music and the brain's lit up and exercising and doing stuff. Yep. It's, music takes a different pathway in your brain, so it, it just it forms new pathways hmm. that may that may have been damaged before, but it's it's amazing how I move better with music. Like I take healthy. dance with my husband, and we you know dancing and music is a big thing, and drumming. Well, fantastic, Lori. Thank you so much for all this information. Is there anything additionally critical we got to pass along here? Our next support group. Our support group is every when every first Wednesday of the month. So we have one coming up shortly, and we're going to be just Parkinson's awareness. We're going to just have a lot of fun. We're going to make some fun recipes and all that kind of stuff for Parkinson's awareness. But I really encourage people to come and come to the support group, see what we're like. You're welcome to stay and set up a time to look at the class and observe the class. But we really want to get people, the community in there, to support each other. And well, fantastic. Yeah, I do, too. I think that's great. Well, thank you so much for all you're doing. And now the outreach, you, you, you might have uh, gone inward with this disease, but you've chosen not to. You're going outward and you're helping others. And there's a wide range of people who are better off for all your words and help and activities. So thank you for that. Yep, I'm an open book. You can Lori. find me all over online. <laughs> Lori DePorter, uh, support group educator up at the Miller Center, a personal trainer, uh, working with the Lewisburg chapter of the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA on their Parkinson's uh, strength and exercise for Parkinson's and support and other activities at the Miller Center.